Chapter 1 The Promise Kept Dear God, please save the world. I promise to be a good girl and will dedicate my entire life to helping others if you save the world. I love you. In 1962, the world was faced with the potential of war again. It was a time when a young, authentic Catholic girl believed that the world existed to love. Six months before her tenth birthday, she leaned hard on taking responsibility for herself and the world. During the 60s, home construction in some Canadian cities often included the building of a bomb shelter in the basement. Our home was one of those. A six-foot by six-foot room made of poured cement walls. The door was always locked. Curiosity permeated as the logic of living in a home filled with hugs and kisses also hosted a room without food, without water, with an invitation for survival during times of crisis. There was a fear instilled inside me that year. The nightmare of living in a world equally as loving influenced my heartfelt desire to shed the suffering for those who somehow knew not how to pray for one another. It was an odd mindset to have, yet one that somehow felt right. In grade five, my imagination was stretched with a new kind of listening. Tapping on the door of impermanence in my tenth year of existence was the opening of the wedge to the graduated path. There was an awakening one mystical day in April. All known to me was now being threatened. How could the minds of so many people on this planet be driven to create such possible damage and chaos? During the first decade of my life, there was a protection from evil, although it was shown to me each Sunday morning. Now the truth of human attitude was being revealed, and it shocked me to my core. What motivated people to proclaim power over one another and believe that destruction of the earth and human lives was the answer? Tempered with tears and the feeling of aloneness, all that previously existed was shattered inside my mind. There was a corruption that could not be explained or examined. It wasn't rocket science to feel the hatred inside the words that were spoken each hour on the television. What was being birthed inside the hearts of our leaders? Nothing made sense to me. All of the adults who had entered my life were normal, loving, caring, decent, and protective. Listening to the news that evening scared the living hell out of me. That was the first moment the realization of what power looked like became a reality. Not having the maturity of an adult, it seemed ludicrous to accept what was happening. This blind-induced corruption of mind control would not be accepted. My world was pure and unable to fathom the horror. This clearly wasn't my destiny, and the moment to do something had arrived. Quietly slipping downstairs to the basement while the rest of the family was glued to the television, my mission began. Finding the keys hidden above the doorframe gave me access to the bomb shelter soon to become my prayer room. The lights were left off, and a flashlight became the moonbeam to guide me. It took a few minutes for my eyes to readjust and become familiar with the interior of the prayer room. It was the first time in my entire life that every cell in my body responded. My intentions were absolutely clear and precise. There would be an ask, a promise, and a result. Visiting the dark and ominous room made me feel very fragile and instantly vulnerable. The only time my feet had been inside this room was out of curiosity and lasted for less than three or four seconds. 
Very quickly, my thoughts regrouped and the intentions were made priority. Dragging a blanket from the playroom my father had built for us, a pillow was formed, my knees lowered, and my head followed. Without hesitation, my conversation began. Dear God, my parents told me that you loved me. My parents love me. Father Breen at the church tells me every Saturday morning at catechism that you love your children. Why have you allowed some of your children to be evil? Doesn't everyone want to aspire to be an angel? Is being born in a human body punishment? The questions were relentless, and eventually my thoughts diminished. Praying for the world to be saved from a nuclear war was all that my mind cared about. Begging for intervention and believing it would happen affirmed all things are possible with prayer. My heart ached to the point of desperation that night. Praying incessantly, believing that it was my job to save the world from destruction, my knees shook. Whatever took place between the cement walls and my conversation with God changed my future. There was no room for ignorance. All moments thereafter were reflections of my commitment to serve humanity. That is what happened. A pact with 